You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hello and welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash's Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, Ja? What's going on? We got a sick Bob in the house. But I'm here. Sick. But he's here. That's what's important. If I had to go somewhere to do the show, I probably would not be here. But since I just had to get to my computer desk, I'm here. All right. Well, good for you, Bob. Thank you very much for your sacrifice. <laughs> also joining us, uh, well, I shouldn't say joining us because you're not a fucking guest. It's Kinder. <laughs> He's the host of Watch for Radio. Sorry about that. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? It's your boy, Kinder, a.k.a. Skinny Penis in the house. Hey. So, yeah, this is episode number 107. We are recording on May 8th for release on May 9th. I got a couple things to talk about. There are some PTR patch notes. Uh, we have some Omnic meta analysis on Brigitte or Brigitta because it looks that's what it appears that everybody is actually calling her. It's either Brigitta or Baguette when they're mad at her. Uh, so I did ask the casters while I was out there, and so I know how I will be saying it now because they've all already agreed they're going with Jeff Kaplan's version, Brigitta. All right, so, so Brigitte it is. I guess I'm Br- right. I'm in the Brigitte house, and when I'm mad, I will call her Baguette. Yep, that's pretty much the way, that's the way <laughs> it's going to go. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, before we get started, I would like to welcome anybody listening to Watchpoint Radio for the very first time. Thank you very much for checking the show out. Uh, we talk about Overwatch news on some competitive and some esports, but the main focus of the show is the community and the state of the game. Uh, if you enjoy the show, you know, you can keep up with what we're doing on Twitter at twitter.com slash watchpoint radio. And also, we'd love to have you join our Discord and join some conversations. Discord.me slash smash those buttons. And that's it, doesn't matter whether you're on PC or console. Just come and talk to us, man. So, and uh, always, always want to return, uh, thank any returning listeners, whether it's your first time listening for, uh, for the second time or your, uh, you know, 106th time, you know, coming back to the show. Thank you guys very much. Wouldn't be here without you. No new subscribers this week, but we do have a new patron, Kevin Samulik. I think I'm I'm very sorry if I did not say your name correctly. I believe it's Samulik. Kevin Samulik, thank you very much for becoming a patron. And, uh, you know, I hope I hope that we uh, make you proud. So do we know? Uh, Kevin's, really... Do we know Kevin's game handle? I do not. It doesn't come through like that for me. Uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, you can always you. hit us up. Yeah. You can always hit us up. And Shout out to us and let us know so we can give you the tag in Discord. Yep. Yep. Uh, no community feedback this week. And let's just get into what we've been, you know, how our week in Overwatch has been going. Um, 
Kendra, why don't you go first? I think you're going to have the shortest week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just did finish placements finally uh, today. And um, last season, I ended super, super low um, just from fooling around with the team and everything. And, you know, we were learning. So we lost a whole a whole lot in uh, the season, played a little bit uh, with uh, with some friends and everything. So I ended up like ending in like low gold. It was pretty bad. Really? Um, you went down to low gold? Yeah, I went down to low gold. We lost a bunch. We uh, did. Right I, there. I went down to almost gold, like 25 something. Yeah, from like twenty eight something to like was my high, but I didn't realize you went down to low gold. Yeah, I got. I remember I was fresh off a losing streak uh, from uh, yeah. twenty eight hundred, and then it just it just was all downhill from there. But, uh, I did placements. It's super well in placements, and uh, actually ended up placing um, the upper end of mid gold. Uh, so you know it's not too bad. You know, recovering at did least. You- I'll be in, I'll be back in plant before long. Did you play with them last night? Because Death said that the group last night had a pretty good run. Uh, yeah, I did play a few with the uh, few with Death. I finished them out with Death. Uh, I played my first four alone. Um, yeah, we had a great run, and uh, I was playing a lot of Brigida. And there were there were several rounds where my kill participation was over sixty percent. One of them, I had eighty nine percent kill participation with Brigida. It was absolutely redonkulous nice nice yeah i uh i was on a plane so yeah oh, i got home super late and it was a it was a late night of flying and no no fun yeah but you have fun this weekend uh, yeah maybe too much <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. You get too old for the fun, Bob. Oh uh, yeah, we uh, are we rolling into my week. Yeah, we're rolling into your. Unless Kendra has more to say, I was just gonna say uh, you're gonna have to change your alt gamer tag from fun Bobby to uh, fun not allowed Bobby. <laughs> too old for fun, Bobby. Better. My back, Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, um, Bobby. <laughs> so yeah, t- this this week is pretty good. I. uh I placed on two of my accounts, uh, placed about 150 higher on each account that I had before. I did my main account with the team. Uh, I did my alt account with like a whole bunch of different people. Um, but then I did a few on my other account. Sorry, it's hard to recall after the crazy weekend because I didn't play it all after, uh, Thursday night. So uh, then we went to the Overwatch League Stage 3 Finals, and I'm still recovering from that. It was a whole lot of fun. We were doing interviews with players and uh, press conferences and then hanging out at the bars afterwards with all kinds of people involved in the league. And like one night I was hanging out with this guy. I just thought he was just a fan of Overwatch <laughs> And we're hanging out. He's fun. He's cool. He's a super cool guy. And then finally, I don't always introduce myself right away when I meet someone. I just kind of talk to him. And then if I'm going to talk to him for longer, you know, a longer period, I'm like, okay, hey, what, my name is so-and-so. So I finally introduced myself. He's like, yeah, my name's Ben. Uh, lots of people know me as Captain Planet. And like the hair on the back of my neck stood up. I was like, holy shit. Who knew I was sitting here talking to Captain Planet all night? <laughs> it's just crazy. Nice. 
So I, of course, told Switch because since they do the same thing, Switch just, you know, Switch loved that uh, that story. So it's just like a whole bunch of stories like that. And then the bartender at the <laughs> guild hall, I'm like talking to her. And I was like, yeah, I was here at the stage one, the stage one finals. And she's like, yeah, I know. And I was like, oh, you, you, you remember me? She's like, yeah, I follow you on Twitter. It's like, oh. What's your name on Twitter? <laughs> just, uh, it, was just, it was just weird that I didn't realize that someone knew me. Like, I just remembered her because she was a really good bartender, you know, the whole time we were there before. But I didn't think she would remember me, let alone follow me on Twitter. So Nice. I don't know. There's probably story after story. There's things I know now I can't tell, which is very unfortunate, but. Aww. Once the day at the arena ends, anything you hear kind of needs to stay. You know, what happens at the guild hall stays at the <laughs> guild hall. <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, it was a good time. I just wish I wouldn't get sick every time I come back from one of these things. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Tired. Whatever the heck it is, it sucks. Well, good. Uh, back in my day, we called that a hangover. <laughs> oh, dude! I mean, it really wasn't like I mean, the last night I partied was Sunday night, and then Monday I was fine. Came back, dude. you know, yesterday, and then today, this morning, I wake up and I'm dying. I didn't have a, a drop of liquor yesterday. I hate to say this, I hate to admit this, but any time you go anywhere with a large group of gamers or geeks, if you want to talk about like you know comic book conventions. You're, there's like a, a sickness that goes around because motherfuckers don't know how to wash their hands. They don't. Yeah, they apparently don't. Like sickness go to, I know at PAX, they call it PAX Plague. They call it, that's what they call it for PAX. I don't know what they call it at Comic-Con, but uh, PAX, they call it PAX Plague. And luckily, I've only caught it one time, but it was so bad. Like I called them to work the call out, and my boss just said, okay, that's fine, and hung up the phone. And then when I finally got back into work, he said, I, I said, yeah, sorry. I know I was, I was, I was like scheduled for a project and I didn't get a chance to do it. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. He's like, dude, I didn't even, I didn't even understand what you said on the phone. I just knew it was you because of the call ID and you sounded like shit. So that's why I knew you weren't coming into work. I was like, wow. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Anytime, anytime you dude. go anywhere with a large collection of gamers, you need to take hand sanitizer with you. Uh, well, I have it. I have hand sanitizer in my bag. I'm pretty diligent about it, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. And this morning, like, I woke up and I felt horrible, and I was like, I just need like sleep for an hour or more. So I sent an email saying, "Hey, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna be running a little late this morning." Then slept for like five hours and woke up with them like calling me like, "Are you okay? Is everything okay?" And I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Shit!" <laughs> and then I'm like, got anxiety about answering them because like I just left them hanging all day. And the other guy that does what I do was out, so even you know, even right. more of a letdown for them. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks. So, yeah, well. You know, just uh, keep drink those fluids, Bob. You'll be okay eventually. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of. I can't do the water. I've only had one soda today, but I'm doing lemonade, so that's close enough. Okay, it's lightly. <laughs> you know, it's all sugar. Some child in Somalia just died. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying that. to make it sound better, but it's not. <laughs> uh, so, for me, actually, I, I want to start this 
because this is not going to be a positive talk for me. I'm just going to preface that. Okay. It's one of those. It's one of those. I want to preface it with something positive, though. I want to talk about the PS4 game night. We only had a few people come in, uh, but I'd like to thank you guys for coming to the PS4 game night. We had a good time uh, that night. We discovered a bug with the with the um, custom game system on PS4. I don't know if it has the same thing on Xbox. I'm going to try it out eventually. But on the PS4, we found out that, you know, you go into custom game, you start making a custom game, but if you open the edit screen, like um, like to invite somebody, or if you go to hit L1 and it brings up the game settings, when you go back, you can no longer, the cursor is gone, and you can't do anything. You actually have to leave the custom game and then come back. But obviously, if you're the leader, you leave the custom game, and then you come back, you no longer have control. So that's definitely a big bug. Yeah. I can't believe they haven't changed it yet. Like, seriously, I really can't believe they haven't changed it to where you could pass the lead yet. Yeah. I know, So, um, like I said, I want to thank everybody who came out to the PS4 game night. We're going to do it again. At this point, maybe, I'm thinking maybe at least like once a month for now. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to do it every other week. Like, I just can't promise that. So, uh uh, hopefully we'll do it again um, in June. I'll see. I'll check out dates to see what kind of works, and then you know, we'll run another one. And uh, you know, hopefully this time. Well, first of all, I'm gonna put in a bug report to Blizzard about that shit. But hopefully they fix that shit, um, <laughs> and you know, we can run some custom games. You know, or at least get a couple lobbies going. So thank you everybody uh, who came out for the PS4 game. That was really a good time talking with you guys, and especially for indulging my bastion hate. Um, Everybody who was there probably understands now. Like I, be, I pretty much broke down why Bastion is a shit character. I did it. <laughs> That's <what they laughs> so. Did you, uh, did you pull a Did you pull a a Bobby at game night? <laughs> oh no, no, I wasn't. Right. I wasn't drunk. No. <laughs> no every it's time, just getting really mad about every one time thing and going one, off even about if it. The, even if the Bastion wasn't a problem. I'm like, look at this shit. Look at how shallow this motherfucking character is. You know, <laughs> <laughs> look at how shallow this shit is. And I'll just break down, you know, look first person shit. Fuck over there. Break down that FPS archetypes. Shit. You know, this so. is why when the Bastion prepared to attack finally comes out, you're gonna see it's just <laughs> a second of Jaw going. This character fucking sucks, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's gonna be over. Yeah. They're just gonna Watch start playing the X. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so thanks for that. So I, I, um, I placed one of my Smurfs. Well, actually, I, both of my Smurfs are placed right now. They're they're placed at this point. Uh, I placed one Smurf. It placed low. That's kind of like on purpose. Like you know, like I, I didn't expect it to go anywhere. I played it placed like twenty four hundred, but that's because I think with the people I was playing with, they were either either low gold or even in silver. Um, so it placed like twenty four seventy five. I've been into platinum twice with the characters so far and come right back down. I'm going to talk about that. Um, now I did place my other Smurf, um, the big chocolate one. And that one I usually play solo just to, you know, that's the character I use to try new things out. Like if I want to maybe go, you know, go more support, I'll focus on support. If I want to, you know, play some DPS, I'll focus on DPS. Like when I came back from China, my soldier's accuracy was down like 30%. So on Big Chocolate, I just played nothing but Soldier 76 until I got to at least a decent uh, accuracy, like 50%, 55%. So that's what I do with that character mostly. So I was 
going to flex. That was my goal to flex, you know, um, every game. I was like, every game that started it, I said on comms and in chat, pick what you're comfortable with. I will flex. That's how I started every game. And almost every game, I ended up going tank because people were picking DPS and healers. Two games, I did heal. Um, My first five games were actually pretty good. I went four and one um in my first five games and that that one that i lost <laughs> it was a close loss what can i say like it, 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 it that that was it, it the first five matches felt like you know compa- like the competitive matchmaking system was working you know like you know that that's what it really felt like um However, my next five Wait, is that because you were winning? No, no, that's yeah, right. even those wins were pretty. Were um, no, no, I did get one win that was a complete shutout. But then I had three of my wins were, I would say, you know, weren't shutouts. They weren't shutouts, so they, they were pretty good. After that, my next five games, I did all place matches at the same time, all five games. We fucking like a lever. All five games. Oof. Two of those games. Um, wow. This guy, I found out that he was doing so. He was doing this on purpose. He would stay long enough just so that the game wouldn't reset when he left. That's what he was doing. So he did that one time, and I thought he just got disconnected. But then two games later, I got the same guy, and this time he was actually on comms talking about how much he sucked at May. And picked May. And I thought he, you know, I was like, oh boy, like, I think he's throwing. And then as soon as, like, you know, enough time hits, I think it's like a minute or so. Yeah. Gone. Just so, like, just so we can have the lever and the match wouldn't end. So two matches from that and then three other matches. Um, one guy verbally just got angry. Um, and we weren't even doing that bad. Like, it was kind of like we were, ha- like, he was getting smashed. Like, he was getting crushed because he sucked his widow and he wouldn't switch off. But we were actually still pushing the payload on um, Junkertown. And he got he got tilted and left. Uh, and the other two, like, we just had, you know, two, like, two people would get into an argument and one of the people would leave. So five games in a row, I had a lever. Um, I, was kind of, I was, like, sort of pissed. And I would pray if it was my main, I would be more pissed, right? Uh, but I was sort of yeah. pissed because at game five, when I won game five, most of the people that I was playing against on the other team were either high plat or diamond. And I was checking, like I was like checking, because um, if somebody came with a team, you see somebody as diamond, you see somebody as plat. I'm usually expecting the person in diamond to be like, you know, I don't know, 30, you know, 3,000, 3,100, and the second person to be like 2,500. It was like, no, like one person's like 3,000 and some change, the other person's like 2,900. So I'm like, okay, this seems to be going pretty good with most of my matches are like this. And then every single match, just boop, boop, just dropping. Dropped like fucking crazy <laughs> to the point that I think I placed like uh, that, that accounts on like 2618 now. Because when you get levers like that, you can't. You'll, maybe you can, if the other team's bad, you can still keep your stats up. But like when you're getting crushed, like you don't have chance to block that much damage. Uh, yeah. You don't have that much chance to do that much damage as Roadhog. You don't have that a, a chance to do that much <laughs> healing because you're just getting fucking crushed. So 
I, I was like kind of pissed, but not that pissed because it was my Smurf. I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure I can pull the account up to 2,700 with not that much difficulty. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that that kind of led me to you know thinking about like a lot of the different problems we're facing in Overwatch right now why we're seeing people leave the game. And actually, I posted something on Twitter, which I want to talk about, which I got some responses from that. I didn't actually expect to get responses, so thank thank you to anybody who responded. Um, But it it got me thinking about some things, like the problems we're facing with Overwatch. Some of it is Blizzard, but the bulk of it isn't. And I'm going to talk about that. Um, So the first problem I'm seeing with comp is lopsided matches now i really didn't have that problem too much last night at midnight on the east coast (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it was actually i was actually surprised that my matches were coming out so even however when i was playing um the other night well actually almost all of the other nights you know almost every night that i played competitive in the past week actually no scratch that not in the past week let's go back to season nine because even in season nine this was happening almost every match we played was lopsided they were either um they were either we were beating the shit out of somebody or somebody was beating the shit out of us you know and in a lot of cases it wasn't just like i had a lot of matches where i couldn't just blame you know where i couldn't clearly see what the problem was right like i couldn't just see that okay well this person's widow and he's not fitting the comp or this person is uh you know feeding as roadhog like that wasn't the issue we definitely played some matches where we were just playing people who were flat out better than us by a lot by a lot like we're talking about hard stops at the front door of hanamura (laughs) you know what i'm saying like we're not making (laughs) it past there even when the team has a good composition we're working together you know uh, you know, we're making callouts and it's just not happening. Like those players are clearly far superior to what, you know, we're we're playing here, you know? Um, so like that's what I'm talking about. Like when people talk about lopsided matches, a lot of people are they mainly talk about their losses. I'm not even talking about the losses, right? I'm talking more about the um the, the wins and losses. And actually I think the wins kind of hurt you a bit more because when you have a blowout like that against the enemy team and the match is super short you don't get that much sr for it like we had because you just you just don't have high stats we you blow them out like that um in many cases on some characters i should say so i should i should refer now i had one match where i got 14 sr for a win 14 sr the fucking worst. Yeah, 14 SR for a win. And then it feels like when you get blown out on a loss, you lose even more SR. So it doesn't really help out. So the, you know, my my big thing about lopsided matches, right, is that this clearly shows that the competitive matchmaking system is not working. The reason why they put S they they put SR in place instead of a ladder system was because competitive wasn't supposed to be a ladder. Competitive was supposed to um, put you in matches against other people of similar skills so that you can have close, tight, competitive matches. That is not happening, and it hasn't been happening on a regular basis for seasons at this point. It just hasn't. Some, Some people say that the matchmaking is too good 
after you place your first time. Like it really tries to keep you in one spot. But I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, okay, geez. Starting over. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't know exactly if that's true, but it does feel like that at times. It feels like if you've won a couple, they start putting you in harder games. So then all of a sudden, you're getting trounced. Right. But there's probably a ton of yeah. different reasons for all these different things, too. I see you got Smurfs written down and. Yeah, well, that's uh, I'm, I'm gonna get into all that. That's why I said this is just gonna be a whole topic. <laughs> right. But um, we t- we t- but no, oh, I was gonna say. I mean, obviously, I've heard of the Force Fifty. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. I'm not a hundred percent sure about the Force Fifty. To be perfectly honest with you, um, I don't know. <laughs> I most actually most got most of my seasons when I do check my win rate are above sixty percent. You know. But I've had some seasons where I'll be above 60%, yet I, I have lost more SR. That doesn't really match up, you know? Right. Um, so I'm not saying the Force 50 doesn't exist. I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, it's totally false. I'm just saying I don't, say, I don't have enough evidence to definitely say that they're doing a, a, uh, a Force 50. I do know that as you continue to win, well, actually, I can't even say I know that as a fact. As you continue to win, uh, the game is putting you in harder matches, and it's almost like it's looking at your internal MMR. It's like, well, he's at this SR, but his internal MMR is this. So it feels like they're going to give you they give you less SR as you get farther away from your internal MMR. That's what it feels like, and I've seen a, quite a few people comment on that as well. You know, right. that that could be. A I thing. know. Uh... I know the past two seasons, talking about the Force 50 thing, mm-hmm. uh, past two seasons in a row, not counting this season, uh, I went on a, I placed about uh, high gold, low plat around there uh, both times and went on a major win streak right after and just won my way up to like mid and high plat. And then all of a sudden just went on the same exact losing streak both times and just got wrecked because my win rate got up to like, the mid high eighties. Um, and this is like 20, 30 games in, uh, into the season post placements. And then all of a sudden just start losing like hell until I hit about a 50, 52, 55% win rate. And then it bounces back out after I've just lost a shit ton of SR. <laughs> right. And, uh, and you know, then it starts feeling like, Oh, well this is, this is about like it was last season. Right. Right. But it has, it's been two seasons in a row like that. No, I, I get you. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I can't speak. Obviously, I can't. I can't speak to Diamond Masters or Grandmaster matches. You know, but I do know across. But I hear they're very similar as far as like having people that don't coordinate. Right. Yeah. But th- at that level, it's the thing it, we talked about before. It's a bit different because at least mechanically, and even. Um, uh, from a, a strategy perspective, from their character, those players should be a bit better. Um, now, I, I mean, I can speak to the obviously the lower tiers because you know I I play with people who are in silver. Um, I play with people who are in gold. And, you know, in generally speaking, I'm in platinum, and it's just if if you know half the tiers have lopsided matches, that means they're not matching players up correctly. You know. It's one thing to go through a match and lose, you know, even you know with what you know with both teams maybe taking into overtime or at least getting their first point, but to have just so many absolute shutouts. I'm not saying that shutouts shouldn't happen at all, you know, 
because that's going to happen sometimes. Um, but to have absolute shutouts all over the all over the uh, the place all the time is an issue. I mean, when I, I, within the first like two minutes or three minutes of a match, I can predict if we're going to win or lose <laughs> most of the time based off of what's happening. You know, because it's, it's. I watched that happen in the Overwatch League playoffs on Sunday. Oh yeah, <laughs> literally all three matches were a trouncing. Yeah, and it's just. I think this is really showing that the the comps the the, the way they design the competitive system is actually collapsing. Um, and I think they should change the comp system to a ladder system because that's what people want. That's what people always want. They always want to climb. SR, they want a ladder system, something that they get rewarded for a win, they get punished for a loss, but at least it'll feel fair. I really think they need to take uh, the competitive system and turn it to a ladder system. But yeah. moving to the next point, I think one of the reasons why the competitive system is kind of collapsing is because players are leaving Overwatch, you know, for various reasons. I mean, Fortnite is fucking hopping right now, so you have a lot of people who just play the popular thing moving over to Fortnite, you know. Uh, they're still toxic. Don't they call it bridge night. Huh? No stairs night. Yeah, ramp they night. Call it, <laughs> they should call it ramp rampway to heaven. <laughs> it's all I ever see. It looks it's so. Yeah, people. I don't know. I downloaded it and thought I'd play it, but I watched a few streams to see if you know I could figure out what to do before I just jumped in right. and. It was just a whole bunch of ramps. Yeah, lots of ramps. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people, a lot of those people are moving to Fortnite. Um, there's still a toxicity issue in Overwatch. Um, and, you know, that's causing people to leave. Some people are getting frustrated with the competitive system. Like I said, it's just various reasons why people are, um, are, are, are leaving Overwatch. We, we've seen the chart before. The competitive system is built you know, using a bell curve, you know, and I think part of the problems that we're seeing is because since there's less players, you have players from dissimilar skill levels coming closer together. And this, this might brought this up in the, in the Overwatch forums. And I was like, man, that's a really good point. I would love to see some data on it. They said more than likely, you know, we're seeing a lot of, you know, toxicity right in the middle because you know we talked about before before gold is where you would see just a ton of fucking toxicity and once you got out of gold it would just start to get better they you know overwatch will kind of start to get better people you're playing with will be more cooperative and shit like that and now all of a sudden platinum up to like 2750 is fucking like filled with people like that and it could be because a lot of those people are getting moved up uh because you know we're losing players and Overwatch, and it uses a bell curve, so it's going to take people from the bottom, move them up. It's going to take people from the top and move them down. And now you have people who are uh, are of dissimilar skill levels kind of like playing together. And that's not the way it was supposed to go. You know? Just because you match up SR in a match doesn't mean, or the average SR levels out, doesn't mean the match is actually fair. You know? Uh, so I think that's kind of yeah, that's a that's an issue. And that's one of the reasons why the competitive system is starting to collapse a bit, which would also. I think the biggest problem is your next point, though. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to get into that. Um, I'm part of that problem, too. Well, we'll, we'll I'm going to get into that. But that's another thing. A ladder I system. I didn't say that. I know. And that's another thing. The ladder system will kind of fix because, you know, Overwatch wants the bulk of players to be in the middle. 
you know, okay, you're an average player. You're in the middle. And the most players are going to be in the middle. Well, the ladder system, most players are going to be in the lower tiers. And that's kind of the way it goes. You know, you just get higher, you know, yeah. the, the higher tier you go, the less people there's going to be. Right now, most people are in, you know, let's say mid-plat and high gold. And the lower people, there's less people in both bronze and silver and master and grandmaster. And I think a ladder system will kind of fix that. Well, not, also, I'm not going to say fix that. Let's just say make it better. Because there is no, I don't think there's one thing that's going to fix the game. There's not one thing that I'm going to say here that's definitely going to be like, boop, Overwatch fixed. Like, that's, not, that's just not going to happen. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't try new things to improve what's happening. Right? So like now we get to my next point, like what Bob said. So smurfing is an issue in Overwatch. I have three Overwatch accounts on PC. I have a Xbox and a PS4 account. So technically speaking, I have five accounts. Um Bob has like you have four accounts now, Kendra, well, you have two. I only uh, have I have Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, I actually I have three, but one of them is uh I've lost the password for. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I I have three that have been in the competitive system. One is sitting at level 24. And I just, I want like the perfect, the perfect day to do those first uh, placement matches. So I'm just waiting for the perfect day. Maybe we'll take a day off of work, have a nice breakfast, pop an Adderall, <laughs> head into combat. Gotcha. <laughs> so Smurfing's a problem. And I don't think, I don't necessarily think they need to get rid of Smurfs. I don't think that's the actual answer here because um, without Smurfs, I wouldn't be able to play with certain people, you know. And it's not like I'm not like a diamond player going into silver here, which I'm just going to completely carry somebody out of silver. Um, you, know, you got you have to help me lift to to get you, you know, a little, yeah. a little higher here. Um, so it's not like that. I, don't, I, I think the problem with Smurfs specifically, um, kind of like two things, right? One is when you have, like, people who are there specifically to carry somebody out. Like, when you have these GM players who are going into, who are making accounts, specifically, like, playing to go low so that they can help people or carry people up, you know? That's one problem with Smurfs. Another one is are the people who play Smurfs and and behave badly, right? You know? They uh, they just behave really badly um, on Smurfs and they don't really care about progress, you know, or they, you know, they do trolly shit like that guy I was talking about who he clearly doesn't care if his account gets banned. He was pretty blatant with what was happening. So saying that you're probably testing to see how long it would take to get it banned. Yeah. You know, Blizzard was probably streaming it and thinking it was funny. Yeah. Like Blizzard. Um while they have gotten a bit they've gotten harder on the community about reports they still have a pretty soft touch you know um so and uh, for a lot of people they'll just wait for the next 50% off sale for uh you know just wait for the next 50% off sale just to buy a new account and they'll do it again they don't care they really really don't care the i think a way to really help with that is Blizzard really needs to thumbprint either the over the Battle.net client. I think it should be the Battle.net client or the Overwatch install itself. Because, you know, a lot of people think the only answer is to just not allow Smurfs. I mean, that's almost something that Blizzard can't do anything about. 
you can't track it by IP. It'd be almost impossible. Yeah, you yeah. can't track it by IP because then you have places with shared IPs like college campuses and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure there's tons of college students that play uh, Blizzard games. Uh, even in the same household, it really wouldn't you know work out that great. Um, but um, I will say, GeoSA in chat says that people get their Smurf accounts too quick. I don't believe that's true. I really believe that Blizzard drops the ball in not allowing people to have at least one MMR full reset on their own account. Because you have to learn the game, and you don't learn the game by level 25. So you jump into comp, and then you do your first uh, set of place set of place uh, placements, and then you finally are in comp. <laughs> then you actually could learn what comp's like. At that point... You've already lost. So, no, I don't. I I think people get there if they're smart and there's a sale. They get their 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 new Smurf account quick, and they make that their main account before they accrue too much crap on the other account. Well, I wish I would have done it sooner because then I would be using the other account that placed initially in platinum instead of my first account that placed initially in silver. Well, I think that, like what he's yeah. saying is that there's a lot of people who, um, who uh, they'll they'll like you know they'll hear that people have Smurfs. Why people have Smurfs? They'll go into comp, they'll play, and then the next the first fifty percent off sale, they just buy another account when they don't need it. There's no reason for you to have a Smurf account unless you're going into a different tier. There's really, there's really uh, no reason. So people will, like who are gold or maybe even silver will buy a Smurf account. And then still plays in gold and silver because that like that's their skill level, you know. I right. think that that yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, you you could mess up, but I mean, just think about big juicy hog and all that. Like he bought his Smurf account right after, just because it was the smart thing to do. Right, right. No, I, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. And it, and Blizzard like people wouldn't have to do that if Blizzard would let you know all accounts have that one time reset. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying right. to think of stuff that could make it better. Yeah, but like I said, I think Blizzard needs to thumbprint the which thumbprint. I mean, like make it put like a GUID on the Overwatch install or a GUID on the Battle.net client, so that even if you're logging in with a different account, they can still tell it's you. <laughs> you know, they can still tell that it's you, um, and they can um, tr- they, sh- they should track bad. Um, oh, I'm just finishing. I'm gonna let you go. They should track bad behavior across the GUID. Um, instead of just the account, because you know you have you have your main account and you may not be an asshole on that account, but if you have two Smurfs and then you're in a game and you know now you're doing bad behavior because you actually don't care that much about that account, that's your Smurf account. Your your main account should suffer for that. You should suffer for that as an individual, not per account. But go ahead, Kender. Uh, what I was gonna say is uh, there was actually a really good video on your Overwatch. I believe I may, may have mentioned this uh, in an earlier earlier WPR. I know I've said I'm fragging out. Um, but they did an experiment uh, where them on their master and GM accounts, they went and made Smurf accounts that placed in like platinum and gold and things like that. And uh, the games felt exactly the same. And uh, they had a lot of evidence in the video uh, indicating that Smurf accounts get placed against other Smurf accounts uh, of the same level. Uh, So it appears that if you go in with a Smurf trying to carry someone out of a certain tier, then you're just going to get placed in there with a two, another two stack that's got another Grandmaster Smurf with a uh, regular gold player or something like that. 
uh, and it seems to be the case um, I with almost, us as a team. I almost, I almost like it's that sounds tinfoil hatty, but I almost would agree with you because my ability to carry people in gold and silver, like a long time ago, has diminished quite a bit. Right. Like I've I've grouped up with people, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna go and just tear them up. And then there ends up being another me on the other team. That That is weird. And, I mean, you think about it. With the podcasters team, we have what? We have a master, a grandmaster, uh, and a diamond, along with uh, three other plats. And Wait. I, I believe about? that's... Uh, you just have a master uh, and a grandmaster. Well, I mean, Andreas is diamond. He hasn't been master for a season or two. Okay. And Deathblow has been close to GM, but never got GM. So we have a master and a diamond and then plats. Right. Uh, either way, you know, with those Smurfs and our coordination and everything, we shouldn't have any trouble just rolling every game and climbing SR. We do roll yet. kind of bad recently, though. I mean, yeah, recently, but it hasn't been the case. Like, we can't just go in and just win every damn game like it's nothing. You know, we we always come up against heavy opposition. And when you think about it, that's what it's got to be. We've come across a lot of people that were like, okay, that's a Smurf. And it's almost every game you can kind of peg at least one Smurf on the other team. And it's not because there are just that many Smurfs in Overwatch. It could be just because, well, you're running a Smurf, so they're running a Smurf. I mean, that's a possibility. <clears throat> I mean, even though, like, even on my main account, I'll still run into know quite a few smurfs that that's 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 kind of the thing though and i usually play my main account solo and that may that may mean that you have other smurfs hanging out in your team that you may not know are smurfs right although kinder were you there the night that we went up against the uh genji smurf in the six uh six stack twice and he kept talking smack and chat each time and, <laughs> and 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 then we ended up beating him but he was so mad because he was like a like a GM Smurf, and, and he couldn't do anything as Genji because we were just coordinating as a team. Well, oh yeah, I remember that night. Uh, and we just were like, and and I, and I told you guys, guys, stop being mean to the twelve-year-old. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, even if uh, you know that that like I said, that may be the case, and I don't necessarily have a problem with Smurfs playing per se. The issue I'm talking about is like Smurfs with bad behavior. Or when you have, like, right. you know, uh, when you have somebody who is coming from GM down to a super low ELO, you know, that's, they're, or like, they're carrying. Like, that's, that's what they're there for. They're carrying, you know. Or like when you have a Smurf that say they're a, say they're a, I don't know, a DPS player normally, but they're just like, okay, well, I'm going to play heels because this is my Smurf account. But then they're losing. Then they switch to DPS halfway through. And you're like, what just happened? And all of a yeah. sudden, your team is like discombobulated, disjointed, feeding. Like, you, you, you know, like that's the part that I'm like, okay, not cool, man. Yeah. Right. I guess the, the, the main point is that, you know, they, instead of just doing a discipline per account, they need to use the GUID or the thumbprint of the Dialdenet client or the Overwatch install. And punish against that. If you are doing, if your bad behavior on one account, the other account gets punished. And some for some people that's going to suck because they actually do share a computer. Like maybe they 
are married or it's it's one family computer, so they do share an account. Well, you know what, Dad? Maybe that little asshole you're raising shouldn't be playing Overwatch, and your account wouldn't okay. be banned right now. <laughs> you know, one thing they could do is uh, based on maybe like your payment information or something like that. Just having the background, like say you used this card or this PayPal account to pay for it. I mean, yeah, there's ways to get around right. it, but well, it'd be a fairly effective it'll way. Be. That's that's what like I'm saying. Like they can, like, if they can do this. Go ahead. If if they can do this, then why wouldn't they have already done it? To I mean, they would catch every booster in the book, like because boosters log into new accounts constantly. Right. It's I think they're registered it's, all over the world, so that'd be one IP logging into dozens of accounts in a matter of a few days. Well, they if actually they could track it. They do they discipline should. against that. They they do discipline against that. They have um. Oh God, I can't. And how do they still survive? How do those boosters still survive? They just cycle through IP addresses. They use different proxies. That's how. Um, but like, for example, if you go to actually, this happened. I see. I saw it happen at PAX before, and I saw it happen at um, Hometown Hero in Philadelphia. Where okay, and that's only I, I shouldn't. I would say it was probably about. If I had to guess, maybe about forty-eight PCs playing Overwatch are all connected to. Uh, blizzard and blizzard blocked them because they you know they blizzard blocked so they do yeah, discipline against that. that and uh, they, they do discipline against that so yeah but it's like i said the, the thumbprint is something else that's that's like when you install battle.net for the first time it generates a, a guid for you that shit goes into your registry and if you uninstall it still stays there you know or they put it somewhere place where you cannot remove it. So even if you uninstall and reinstall Battle.net, you have the same GUID. We know you are this person. Um, the reason I think Blizzard hasn't in, in implemented it is because they they really do have a soft touch when it comes to the community. You know, I mean, we only see we see banhammers come around for cheaters and stuff like that every once in a while. You know, it's not really a regular occurrence. And I, I'm not I'm not about to turn this into a conversation that cheating is rampant or anything like that. But, you know, it took them forever to respond just to the toxicity that we had earlier, uh, you know, in, in the life of Overwatch. It took them forever to respond to that. They have a really soft touch, which is why I don't think, even if they do have a GUID in place, they're not policing by it. They're not. So that's why I think accounts need to be policed via GUID versus their actual account. Because, like I said, you can just right. buy new accounts. And, you know, especially for games, like, I don't even understand how they deal with people in Heroes of the Storm. You know, I don't, I'm not part of the Heroes of the Storm community, so I don't know if they have a toxicity issue either, but it's not, I don't hear about it all that much. Everybody hears about Overwatch toxicity, though. You know, that's, but I think that would, it's not the ultimate fix, like I said before, but it would definitely improve, you know, the situation if, you know, there was a more serious consequence you know, to, to you doing something wrong in the game. Actually, I, <laughs> I thought it was funny that EA did this, but it actually was very effective. And e with, with, with uh, Origin Games, right? Let's say you were playing, like, Battlefield, and you said some crazy shit in the Battlefield forums that got you banned from Battlefield forums. That shit got you banned from Origin, dude. <laughs> like you got banned from Origin. You couldn't play any of your games for the amount of su the suspension or anything like that. That's super fucking effective. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know, I was like, wow, that's some crazy shit. But man, what did you do? <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, that's. I think it would definitely help if they did it 
based off of a GUID or something like that. Now, the last thing, I think the biggest problem with Overwatch, and this is what I talked about on Twitter, right? The biggest problem we face, and I'll just read what the tweet that I put, says the problem with Overwatch isn't the game. It's the community. Comp is terrible because of the community, not the meta. That's what happens when you give the community zero tools to police itself. I'm not going to go on that tirade again. We're just going to talk about the community here. So the biggest problem with Overwatch, and I think the one of the main reasons why people leave, ultimately comes down to the other people that you're playing with. Dive meta, annoying, but you can deal with it. Rajit meta, annoying, but you can do it. By the way, that's called the pinball meta. That's what I, that's what I heard. That's what I'm sticking with. We're going to call this the pinball meta. <laughs> um I mean, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the people that you're playing with the problem. It's not just the people who are Wait, who are pinball meta is Zenyatta the ball. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Mostly, it's Ryan in my experience. Yeah. So the uh, it's not just the hard the the people who are doing the hardcore trolling. That's the issue. That's not just the issue. There, it's not people doing the hardcore trolling or the throwers, the leavers. Tilt and negative attitudes are the norm for this game. I, I hate to say it, but I come off of Overwatch not feeling very great after I play it. In many cases, you do you do tilt though? Me? Yeah. You, yes. This you is the king quick, of tilt himself. I tilt, tilt. Yeah, but I don't have a. I, I have a harsh tilt, a hard tilt, but I have a very big tilt meter. Like it takes a lot to fill it up, and then when it fills up. It's fucking over. Like, no one can calm me down. It's kind of like when I get angry. Bob starts to tilt, and it's a fucking, like, God of War QTE. The, like, little (laughs) bars just filling up, and all of a sudden, he rips someone's head off. Most of the time. Yeah, it's bad. Well, most of the time when I... You just get quiet, John. Exactly. You just get quiet, but, like, your inner (laughs) tilted. You know, like, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll be blowing shit off. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And all of a sudden, I'm like... Motherfucker, dude, do you not understand what a fucking shield is? Like you're standing there. Why you? Why you know? And I'll just lose it, and that's when it's bad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, Sorry, like, go ahead. when I tilt, I generally it. just get quiet until I turn the game off. <laughs> like it's just, it's just like yeah. just just the volume going down, down, now off. <laughs> like I'm I'm done. Like, I'm done here. Um, and the thing is, like tilt and negative attitudes are just a, a positive, uh, just a, a part of the game, right? I mean. This is why people are insta locking stuff when you get in. Like you get, we had somebody in the game the other night where they got an insta lock widow and they would not switch off. He was like, "No, I'm not switching. I'm tired of bad DPS." Well, turns out he was a shit widow anyway, so that didn't help. You know, people's attitudes are—they're not team oriented. They're—they're uh, they're definitely yeah, um, just—they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to help the team. They just want to play the way they want to play. And they somehow magically expect to be able to carry win this game all on their own. That has to be the thing, you know. In his defense, though, like, he's mad and he's picking Widow. But honestly, no one should be asking someone to not pick Widow at the start of a match. She's a, she's a, she's a good character. And... You know, if she does bad after, you know, you go for a minute or two, that's one thing to be like, hey, dude, is there any way you play anything else? But no one should be asking anybody to switch off Widow at the start of the match. Like, I don't even ask people to switch off Torb. I just go with it and I try to get everybody else. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I don't think it's a good idea on attack most of the time. But I don't say anything. 
Yeah, I love Torb when Torb's good. Like, I love Torb at the start of 2CP. Like, that's where Torb's good. I love Torb when he's supported by an Orissa. I don't like just a Torb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's, but, but I'm not just talking about no, asking a Widow to switch at the beginning of the game. Like, you know, I actually, I've stopped asking people to switch at the beginning of the game. I know Geo will ask somebody to switch to something that fits the comp. If you want to play what you want to play, fuck it. You do that. But if it's not working out, if you're just shooting into shields, then, you know, like you got to switch and he wouldn't switch. But we, you have a lot of that. People who are refusing to get off of characters. Um, you know, they don't want to play with a the team. They're already tilted there. Like, all the DPS suck. I'm the only person here who can go DPS, you know, and they're just not that great. Like they're playing angry, which is obviously a bad idea. That's a community norm. That is that is toxic. You know, that that is toxic. Uh, yeah. the, the worst thing in the world is when you get in a match and the first thing someone says is, uh, can we please win? Yeah, like you, you, you already know it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's all downhill from there, like as soon as he says it. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, I will say, historically, you've had worse luck than me with <laughs> toxic people. I get lucky a lot of times, I think, and I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I get lucky, and... I don't get lucky all the time, but I do get lucky more than fifty percent of the time with good with good teammates throughout the history of our stuff. But right. you, for some reason, man, yeah, and it's like I don't even be I don't even say anything to anybody. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> see, maybe that's yeah. Maybe I like make them like me right off the bat. Like, hey, hey guys, what's going on? I'm like, you know, I'll just I, I just usually calmly make my call outs. Like, you know, you know, Rashid over here, Widowmaker in the back. Need to kill that widowmaker, <laughs> you know. She's still shooting us, you know. So like, I'll I'll, I'll keep doing that, but I try to keep it calm. But, but yeah, big problem with widow. You like you were playing with us one time, and you were like, "We need to take the widow," but that really wasn't the problem. The problem was everybody needed to stop standing in widow's sight lines, mm-hmm. or we needed another widow of our own, which we didn't have, which was really bad. So we we our only choice was really just to like hide. And then make her move in close and take the fights that we could take. That is, that is a big problem. Widow like is such a high skill cap character, and if there's one on the other team, you need your own. You don't need a Winston. You don't need a Diva. You don't need a Genji. You need a Widow. Right. <laughs> and I'm yeah. hoping Hanzo's change will make him because Hanzo was my personal Widow counter. If no one else could go Widow, I could go Hanzo. And take her out, but it's much less efficient than if I was good at playing Widow. Right. So that's kind of yeah. a bummer for me currently in the game. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I actually, I, I, I put that out on Twitter, and I got some responses. I'm going to read out. Of, uh, for, so I got one from Joey Com, which I, I hopefully I, I said that right. Sorry if I did not. He says I quit playing about a month ago. However, I find myself wanting to listen to the pod just for the laughs, even though I don't play it now. Thank you for continuing your listening. Uh, the community is cancer. I used to love it, but lately found that even affecting my, found it even affecting my overall frame of mind after a few hours of comp, which I got to me. I got to admit, like when I get off a of comp, sometimes I just have an attitude. I don't want to do anything. I'm like, I don't want to watch the flash. I don't want to play any other games. I just want, I don't even know what to do. I'm going to go to the gym. <laughs> I'm going to go do something. Yeah. I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. You know, this is a good testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Megatron seven says, I'm, I, he says, I'm one fifty percent sale off. Uh, I'm one fifty percent off sale from quitting and flux of new Smurf throwaway accounts and idiots, which that's 
that is true. Like, you know, that's what most people buy their Smurfs. But that's not just Overwatch, by the way. Like, that's how Counter-Strike got so many Smurfs. But they actually handled that. I was surprised when they, like, just... <laughs> just, just just wiped away a whole bunch of accounts. I was like, God damn. Um, <laughs> and then Dennis J. Uh, Pazinski, which I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm sorry. He says, I love Overwatch, but it got way too toxic over the last few seasons. Had to take a long break. Still listening to you guys on Watchful Radio, though. Keep up the good work. Once again, thank you very much for listening to the show, and I am very sorry for butchering your name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, toxicity, you don't have to say anything to be toxic, man. Like, you could just refuse to communicate with the team, refuse to work with the team. You know, that's toxic. That's like, that's generally referred to as tilt. But, and then toxic is when you've started vocally putting it on the other team, or you do physical things like picking Torb and building turret inside spawn. Those are when it's gone into the toxic level. So, yes, you are right. You, are, you can do it without saying anything, but it's got to be something pretty egregious to go into the toxic range i think if your tilt affects the team that's toxic because now yes. you're going to be tilting I mean, that's somebody the else. basic right. yeah, yeah if your tilt is affecting the team yeah. like you know you're just running off by yourself you're not listening to the group you refuse to get in the group chat i don't understand people who okay if you don't want to talk on comms we can i that's a conversation we can save for later you know but you at least should be listening Please to stop the typing in chat you should at least be listening oh to God, the team, the worst. you know, and if you're not, that's toxic. Like, how are you going to be Reinhardt? Yeah, and, my and feeling is typing in chat is toxic. Don't type in chat. Do not waste my, like, time reading. Do not do that. Do not type in chat, please. PSA from Blazing Bob. Please, everyone, stop typing in motherfucking chat. <laughs> Bob no read. Bob no like chat. You toxic. Waste Bob of angry. time. It, Bob it, smash. it takes like two people changing characters and your stuff's gone. We don't know you talked. Yeah. We have no idea. I literally almost never read chat. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, mean I said all this stuff, right? It's kind of like, you know, these are the problems that I see with Overwatch. And like I said, Overwatch is losing players because of stuff like this and a bunch of other reasons. I'm not saying Overwatch is dead or it's dying because it's not. Overwatch still has a ton of players, you know. But one of the besides what Blizzard needs to do to kind of fix competitive and stuff like that, even if they did everything perfect and fixed competitive exactly the way we wanted to, there's still a ton of toxicity that exists in the community. Uh, that needs to be addressed and only the community can really address it. You know, um, that, that's just something that yeah, they need to because, like, it, stop being babies. Stop insulocking crap. Stop thinking you're going to carry the game as McCree. Like just everybody stop. Well, did I mean, like and give us a goddamn roll cue. I think you should, they should just stop <laughs> uh, thinking that they're going to, to, uh, carry because in most cases you're not in most cases you are not going to carry no you're not yeah. you're not unless you unless you're pine on widow or one of the overwatch league widows you're not going to carry even if you're Shadowburn on genji Shadowburn dropped or no it wasn't Shadowburn. it was iddqd dropped way down early on in the game then got pissed because he couldn't solo carry back up as genji unbelievable genji couldn't do it so if he couldn't do it, 
you at a plat or a diamond level isn't going to do it either. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I, you, I can't put this all on Blizzard. I can't put it all in the community because Blizzard can definitely do some things that helps the, you know, the mood and help maybe remove some of that tilt and toxicity from the community, like adding a role queue or at least put, like, matching you with players that don't play the same exact role that you do. You know, like when I go into a match and I see everybody's a tank man, I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> like we're about to run into some oh, trouble. And then all five of them block in DPS, even though oh, they're tank. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm like, like, oh, everybody else is a tank man. I'm good. I, I finally get to play DPS. Yeah, Yay. yeah, exactly. Like, it's kind of like, yeah. It's, F you, bro. It's kind of tough. Like, it, <laughs> Blizzard could definitely do some things to help remove some of the tilt. But at the same time, it's a responsibility of the community to, you know, uh, to to not be assholes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yes, yeah, I think I'm being, never die. I think if they add a, I, I gotta, I gotta give a public. Okay. I'm being less positive probably because I'm sick and I feel horrible right now. Uh-huh. But that's my disclaimer. You I love you, excuse. Blizzard. I love you, Blizzard. <laughs> don't think it's because I don't love you. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I think, um, uh, well, they did. I was I forgot to put into notes here, but Jeff Kaplan, or was it Jeff? The other Jeff, I can't remember. I think it was Jeff Kaplan says that changes <laughs> are coming to competitive specifically. It says changes are coming to competitive that will help you shape your competitive experience. I really hope that doesn't mean that they're just they're going to add a map veto. I really hope that doesn't mean that because you can do map veto in StarCraft. Um, no, dude, I do not want a map veto at all. Yeah, uh, I, I hope that they do not do that. I was so glad they kicked that the fuck out when they made the Overwatch League. I hated map veto. Yeah, like, I think that you could, uh, well, I, I hope it's not map veto, but changes are coming. We're hoping it's something that can, maybe it's like a preference queue or something like that. Maybe they're going to make some changes to, to matchmaking to help put you into groups that, you know, um, like I said, it's more Heroes of the Storm-like. You know what I'm saying? Where when they do matchmaking, generally speaking, you're not playing with people who play the same exact role. Uh, yeah, so, maybe so, like maybe there is like a building a team part of it. Yeah. Take a little bit longer like they do. But then if you decide not to, you get in there, both the tanks are taken. That's what you play. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and just jump to the next. So, yeah. You know, DPS would have to jump to the next a lot more, but... Right. I mean, it could work. Yeah. So hope, there are some changes coming. I hope it comes with the year anniversary. We'll see. You know, that could definitely help. But in the meantime, like, uh, and, you know, another thing that would help is a clan system because a clan system would add yeah. social responsibility, you know, but there has to be some type of reward for the clan system, too. So that maybe we have to see about that. We'll see. Um, yeah. Maybe you can get some special skins for your clan or something like that. Um, you know, I obviously it would definitely be harder than <laughs> you know, storing a guild tavern or something like that, but still <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's something that they can store in game, you know. Um but yeah. that like there has to be some type of rewards. I don't want to get into a big conversation about that because you have to make it worth it to get into certain clans, you know. And right. then you can add the social responsibility as a pressure to have people um you know, less you know, people people act a bit better. Once again, none of this is going to 100% solve the problem. We, you just need, you don't need to 100% solve it. You just need to improve it at this point, you know. So, and right. they proved they improved it a little bit with uh, with 
them getting a little harder on people with the reporting system. That did help. And now it's time to take additional steps, you know. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and just sail through the rest of this podcast because that took longer than expected. Uh, I know. But uh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get to the PTR report, talk about some changes, and then we're going to get into that analysis. PTR report. Okay, so we got two changes coming to Anna and two changes coming to Brigitte. And let's start with Anna. So Anna, her ammo count is changing to 14 from 10. So she's going to have more ammo. That's going to be a huge help on top of the fact that now if she shoots an ally that already has 100% health, the it's going to go through that ally. So you can shoot through allies that you've already healed and continue to heal other allies behind them, which is going to be another right. huge help to them. Uh, she's And that also helps with uh, stats boosting with Ana too, uh, because accuracy, at least it used to, uh, count full health heals that you fired on teammates. So you could have like a 95% accuracy Ana and only be like shooting 100% health teammates. And now that you can't do that, it's going to be more accurate representation of your skill with Ana, at least in like, um, uh, what the hell, uh, the, the, Overwatch stats things, yeah. you know, the Over internet buff, one. I can Master Overwatch. Overbuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All those. Uh, so that'll be less inflated as well. Yeah, so that's going to be pretty cool. Next thing, they just need to allow <laughs> her to shoot health through, like, you know, uh, shoot health through shields. Like, not the damage dart, but the health dart. I think <laughs> that'll be next. If, that, if this doesn't get her meta, that'll be next, but then that might push her to be, like, the meta. You right, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I think that's like Moira's got that and that's what's going to make Moira worthwhile to pick over her. I think if you make her be able to shoot through shields and have this other buff, you know, it had to be one or the other, I think. Like right. Yeah, so that that's should help Anna, period. So we'll we'll curious see how that, you know, changes her place in the meta. Now also about Brigitte, some buffs that we saw coming. Uh sorry, nerfs that we saw coming. Her rally armor is going to be reduced from 150 armor to 100. So 50 less armor per character. And her shield bash cooldown has been increased from 5 seconds to 6 seconds. And hopefully on the next PTR, it goes from 6 seconds to 7 seconds. And then hopefully on the next PTR, it goes from 7 seconds to 8 seconds. (laughs) Well, I I did mention in the pre-show. Sorry, Bob. No, you go. Uh, I was going to say, I, I did mention in the pre-show that uh, I, I feel like eventually it will end up being eight seconds, uh, which will bring it in line with all of the other cooldowns or most of the other cooldowns like they did with Roadhog's hook. Yeah. Uh, they brought Rogue, Roadhog's hook to eight seconds whenever they nerfed him to bring it in line, particularly with Zarya Bubble, right. uh, because it was like a huge counter to that and everything. So that helped Roadhog get really balanced out. And like it or not, Roadhog is very balanced right now. Uh, one of the more balanced characters there is. And I think it's because they found a sweet spot for his cooldowns and health and everything else like that. Right. Uh, and I think that's where they're going to end up going with uh, Brigida's ability, uh, Shield Bash ability, because it's such a powerful CC, just like Roblox. Absolutely. So I, I think that's what they're going to end up doing. I but, think, oh, go ahead, Beth. I think that the, I think the <laughs> biggest problem is just... The biggest problem is the armor that stays after the ultimate, in my opinion. Like, just imagine if Lucio's Break It Down kept all those shields, you know, until they were gone. 
it's just like because like the way to do uh Brigitte's um the way to do her ultimate is not during the fight. Like you do her ultimate right after you win a team, a team fight, everybody stands in one spot, you blow it, everybody gets the 150 armor, then you head to go fight. And then Brigitte has like 70% of her alt charge after that first fight. And you started out with 150 more life than everybody else. And I think that's the biggest problem with it there is that it persists. Yes, she, that is something that also needs to be addressed. Like, I think, you know, she only lasts for a certain amount of time. You know, you're right. Cause that, I, I think it's like, I mean, what other ultimates in the game do you deploy when nothing's going on? None. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's like, it should, none. yeah, it should be something like that, it literally none. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of tough. Like, even if it, you know, actually, I don't know. I, I was gonna say maybe if it instantaneously, or maybe even faster, like generated a bit faster if you were in the circle. But uh, I'm not sure. I think it just needs to go up and then slowly decrease. Probably just like Lucio's uh, ultimate. Because you're right. Like right before you go into a team fight, or right after you win a team fight, you go ahead, pop it. Okay, let's go, guys. Like you know, let's get let's get in there. Yeah, and I mean. It yeah. took me a second too when Deathblow was like, "All right, everybody, everybody, form up. We're gonna go in." So I form up, and the Deathblow blows his his ult. And I'm like, "Oh, dude, you pulled a Custa." Uh -huh. And he was like, "No, dude, we're supposed to do this before the fight." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, we <laughs> smart." So I have a, a quick story about that. I was Brigitte yesterday, and we were. Uh, <laughs> This isn't actually no. This isn't one of the games. I uh, know we won this game, and we were playing on Oasis, and we won a team fight. We actually got a team kill. I'm like, okay, everybody, come close to me so I can blow the ultimate. And like three people were just off doing whatever the fuck. I'm like, there's nobody even yeah, around here. Like McCree was like off doing something, and then like the tracer was off doing he something. Was rolling like a tumbleweed. It's weird, man. I was like, <laughs> guys, rolling, like rolling, I want to use my ult to armor you up, and then like that, they're like the tank thousand. He's like. Just do it, man. <laughs> like if we use it, three of us got armor. Like, come on. Yeah. But yeah. Every comp game, I I played three comp games a day, and that happened every single time I went to use Bregold. It was there was at least two people just fucking gone, and you're like the people that know what was going on, they're right there. Like, all right, let's fucking go. Right. And then there's like a fucking widow, and then someone else just off doing their own damn thing. You know, it's like okay, yeah, exactly. So it's a it was a pain in the ass, but. But let's go ahead and we're, let's talk about a little bit more Brigitte in depth. Thanks to Omnic Meta. Check out OmnicMeta.com to read the full analysis. But we're going to kind of go over the highlights here for Brigitte. So I think he, his sample size was 200,000 matches. This guy's the fucking man, um, which we had him on the show, by the way. So if you, you know, Switch Fox, if you, you know, go check out the episode with Switch Fox. And, uh, you know, he'll tell you all about his, himself and Omnic Meta and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so her she has a high usage rate. At the lowest tiers, it's around fifty percent. At the highest tiers, it's ninety percent. So like in Grandmaster, I, you know, actually I think the highest tier is it's um eighty nine percent. It's eighty nine percent in the uh, GM right now. And the higher you go, the more she's used, which is which is a testament to how effective Brigida can exactly. be. Exactly. And her win rate is fifty seven percent. Um, which says a lot, I think, in the lower tiers, because in the lower tiers, that might mean that the team that the team that decides not to choose Brigitte is the team that loses. 
right. <laughs> you know. The the win rate with Brigida is pretty even across all of them with a little dip down in uh, silver, I believe. Because you have the people who think um, they know what they're doing. Because they, they didn't pick a Ryan. <laughs> What's that? Like, it's because they didn't pick a Ryan. Like, Brigitte, like, really depends on a Ryan and then sometimes on an Orissa. Right. But really depends on a shield tank. Or what you know, I, I see, what I've been seeing a lot. Well, actually, I saw tons yesterday because I played on two accounts yesterday. Are people with the Brigitte and Ryan, but the Brigitte is like 10 meters in front of the Ryan. <laughs> that was Kinder the first night that he played Brigitte. I don't know what the hell I was doing. All right? <laughs> I know. I was like, Kinder, you <laughs> need to be with the ride. Get back with me. I, I've since gotten a lot better. I didn't know whether to like push forward or peel for that healers the, or like. Yeah. That was the night where we get our butt whooped by jaw and five GMs. No, you got your butts whooped by five GMs. I was like. <laughs> no, you do. You were in on that, dude. I saw your name. Well, yeah. You but kills. That's because nobody was paying attention to what I was doing, dude. Like. I was trying to kill you. Oh, my God. That's what it felt like. Every time I killed somebody, I'm like, this is messed up, man. <laughs> this is a fucking slaughter. I love oh, it. Oh, man. But, yeah, so she has a high win rate. Um, now, <laughs> how good is she as a healer, right? Uh, her healing output is actually around the same as Zeno Lucio, so same as an off tank. Her healing output is between 5,000 at the lower end and 7,500 plus, a little bit over that at the higher end. But th- when you play with her, I think to get her those higher heals, right? You really have to go in as a brawling type team, you know? Yeah. You need, you need, you right. need a death. You, you, you need to go in brawling. And I think, um, I, I had a few yeah, matches. Your ride like needs to learn how to swing, swing, swing. And yes, that's the thing. Like, not to hold up shield. Right. Like you need to be going in there like fraggy. Right. Exactly. So, that's that's kind of thing that kind of makes it tough, right? Because if if you go in like brawler versus brawler and like they don't have a Reinhardt Brigitte, like you're gonna win that fight, dude. Like you really yeah. are. And even if the team is sitting back, like projecting damage into the Reinhardt shield, that they're just the the, the tanks are gonna make the space and get the, the people to the objective. So eventually, you're gonna have to brawl. The problem with having a brawling team that has a two hundred a two hundred uh, two thousand you know, health shield, or if you count Brigitte's, but that's like 2,600 and shields is that you got to come to them eventually. Or well, are they gonna take the, a big exactly. problem is widow would be not widow. Uh, Farah would be a really good counter yeah. to the Brigitte and Reinhardt meta. But if you're playing on a good team, you're playing with a widow mm-hmm. and that widow is going to just eat up, uh, eat up Farah. So therefore Farah's not, She's going to be really effective against teams that don't have a widow, and really not effective against teams that do. Yeah, like I've right. seen so double sniper work very effectively in my in my matches right. recently. I'm like, this is this is what yeah, God intended. I guess, <laughs> you know? I guess our our team ran it last night with you, right? I wasn't there, right. but and, like uh, you guys were running was, widow Hanzo, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were running uh, double sniper Ryan Regeet and uh, flexing between Moira and yeah, Mercy. Yeah, and I'm uh, sorry, go ahead. I interrupt. It you. worked. Oh, it it worked phenomenally. Uh, one thing I noticed really well, or uh, that that worked really well, was uh, you know how when you have Ryan v Ryan, there's always inevitably there's a Ryan v Ryan battle. You know, there's that struggle between the shield tanks, and Brigida is the best support 
for Ryan battles because the enemy Ryan gets a good charge. If you're right there next to your Ryan, then you bash him out of that charge. Your Ryan takes the charge and you just beat the absolute dog shit out of the enemy Ryan heart within seconds. And they've lost the main tank. And they now have no protection for their back line and they're, they're just screwed. Dude, and I've, uh, you, the ahead. first couple of nights we played, I lost so many hammer downs to Brigitte's, Brigitte's fucking stun. <laughs> so many of them. Not so much oh, yeah. the next night and the nights after, but man, if you're not ready for that, you need to know she's used that before you try yes, to hammer down. It is one of those things you got to pay right. attention to. One of the things that I was trying to explain <laughs> to somebody I was playing with, I'm not going to mention any names, is that, um, dude, like it, it's like the old Roadhog uh, rule. He who hooks first dies. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of thing, right. right? And if you're doing Brigitte Reinhardt versus Brigitte Reinhardt, you don't necessarily want to be the Brigitte that stuns first, you know? Because I've seen that where the, the one Brigitte will stun first, but she'll stun the Ryan. Then I stun the Brigitte, and then we just kick her ass and get her out of the game. <laughs> you know, because she, right. she can't really do anything about it. So it's it's one of those things. Um, but yeah, like, right. to, I think for her to be effective as a healer, still, you she has to be on a brawling comp. And the brawling comps are what is cool, good in the meta. Because, I mean, I got to be honest, like, we, we just straight steamrolled some teams. With using that, like using double snipers, and instead of your tanks just making space, your tanks are brawling, and the snipers are sitting on the outside just plug, plug, plugging people. You know, just, you know, as long as you well, brawl I mean, in their right. line of sight. I mean, that's that's making space too. Uh, uh, brawling is because they have to back out. You know what I mean? Like that's all making space. It's just gotta know when to hold the shield up and when not. Soldiers ulting, hold the shield up. Soldiers not ulting. There's three people in front of you. Swing that fucking hammer, dude. Mm -hmm. Like that that thing right. that hammer was made for swinging. Yeah, this is true. And that's just what it'll do. Uh, so her healing output. One of these days, this hammer's gonna knock. Look, I'm not gonna have two of you doing this shit on this show. Okay, we <laughs> 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 can't have two. So, um, so there can only be one. Now, that's her healing if you do not include her armor output. If you combine her armor and healing, she becomes one of the best healers in the game with her range being between 8,000 on the lower end and twelve, uh, 12 over, over 12,000 and the upper ends with 3,000 to 5,500 of that being armor. But that's also misleading as well because there are a lot of times where you're, you're just topping somebody off and they get the extra armor and then the armor just disappears. The only way that I could see that we would get some real information on that would be to calculate only the armor that's taken away by damage, not armor that fades, which would be really hard to get information well, on. Well, it's essentially like an overheal, right? Like, so should, like it, right. it's an overheal. Um, and I guess maybe there should be a debate on whether or not that's an overheal that matters. It, yeah, it's an overheal that matters. Like, an overheal right. in WoW only, was horrible because. That just meant that you were healing them when you didn't need to, and there was no benefit from it. If Overheal added armor in WoW, it'd be more beneficial. You see what I'm saying? And and right. on top of that, it, it it fades away after five seconds. Is what I'm it saying. Does. So if it fades away after that five seconds, then that, as far as the overhealing, as far as the healing stats for Brigitte, should just go away. Right. Um. So it should be only calculated by overhealing that was taken away by damage gotcha you see what i'm saying yeah that's that's true i mean it does have its uses like i, I put it on people who i knew were about to walk in the line of sight of a widow maker right you know so it definitely comes in handy there 
Um, in terms of healers, she is one of the best DPS. She's only second to Zen. Uh, she gets about 5k damage on average. I guess that's like her, you know, across the board, she's getting about 5k damage per match. Zen is getting someplace between like 7k to like 10k. Zen is kicking ass, <laughs> you know. Right. So Zen's also like a direct DPS healer, whereas Brigida's a CC uh, person. Right. She's she's making the opportunity. Zen's getting the fucking damage. Yeah, you know like actually, I mean? you talk to Fu. Fu will tell you that Zen's, uh, you know, biggest uh, attribute is that Discord. You know, that's that's what you want. Oh, that's yeah. what you want to do. Like the heal is great, but the discord's better. So, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> you talk to any Zen grandmaster, they're going to tell you that. Yeah. Zen will help you whoop that ass, you know, so. Yep. Yeah. It's 30 percent damage from everybody on the <laughs> I, I one do. person. It is. Yeah. It's the only thing keeping them in. I know. Like basically what every Overwatch League player said was we're going to see triple support. Basically, everyone said you're going to have a ride, Brigitte, uh, Zen, Mora, or Mercy. And then those other two spots are kind of up in the air. But like everybody said, those four are going to be in the Brigitte meta as far as what it was. So, right. Yeah. I, uh, it's going to be interesting. It should be. Or there's going to be these huge fights that last for fucking ever. <laughs> that's also one but which zen helps him with zen, exactly so <laughs> you know? zen, could, yeah. zen could definitely uh help with that but yeah zen is definitely helping you know with ass. i know like if i'm playing healer and our dps's are sucking ass i'll go zen and it does make a difference sometimes because they need that extra help so um well yeah. and you can murder you can murder people too. Like I'd have a really good time when I play Zen. I fucking love lower. playing Zen. The problem with Zen is that oh, he's so fun. no one plays Zen in gold and lower, so it freaks people out too. Like Tracer has no <laughs> idea how I just killed her twice when she tried to flank me. She thought I was just like dead meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, in terms of eliminations, she's also in term with the support and the support class. She's the high second highest eliminations, only second to Moira. You know. That's because people play more as DPS. Well, <laughs> she should be though. Yeah, like yeah. she has cleave. Like, like, it, it, like any time a Reinhardt or a Winston or a Brigitte says that they have gold e, e limbs, I'm like, sweet, exactly, you're, you're yeah. doing you're doing your job. You're doing a really good job. That's what you're supposed to do. Now, if Winston has damage, that's a problem. Or Reinhardt <laughs> has damage, that is a problem. Unless you're on like a four tank thing you know what i mean like if yeah. you have two dps and reinhardt or winston is number one damage he's carrying yeah you know and th that's yeah. that's when it gets weird but eliminations all you have to do is tickle them for one hit point and you get that elimination yep, yep. so do not think that that's amazing no no yeah, because right. you do. You still hear Moira's like, "Well, I have I have gold eliminations." Of course, you fucking do. Yeah, you have a ball that touches everybody before yeah. they die. You're like, yeah, Great, I'm gonna get bro. an elimination for you. Elimination for you. Elimination for you. Another. Yeah. One. Another. <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> so, in terms of blocking yeah. damage, she actually averages about four thousand damage per match block. So she absorbs a ton of damage too. I mean, all around. This is why she is, you know the shit in the meta right now she it's definitely a meta changing character i gotta be honest with you i do prefer i prefer brawling compositions to the even the dive comp 
I mean, I like I like the dive comp for a different reason, right? The dive comp is a little bit. I like it because it's team focused and team oriented, and you know, you just you're like, okay, there's a mercy, back left corner, let's go, Winston. Bow, you you go and you do that, and you you get in, you get out. That's fun too. But the brawling comp is a ton of fun. It's like, it's like kicking the door, waving the four four type fun. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? It's been it's. It's been a blast. I mean, yeah. it, it really has. Oh, yeah. See, it's the a lot of only fun. I was kind of but, upset I had to go out of town yeah. this like this weekend because I wanted to play it more. You know, I, like I want to play it just in case it doesn't stay meta. I want to enjoy this while it's here because <laughs> it's a different comp. The, it's neat. the only issue I yeah. have. I guess we technically going to have two issues with it, right? Um, three, but one's going to go away. The uh, that issue is that people. It's like they don't adjust to her. They don't know how to play, uh, play against her properly. So I see tons of people dying to her. <laughs> I'm seeing her survive situations that she just shouldn't be surviving when there's four or five people around. She just shouldn't be surviving right. these situations. And at first I was blaming Brigitte, but now that's more of the other team. It has a lot to do with people not you know, playing against her properly. That's a problem I have with her that, you know, I'm sorry, but like against five people, she really just shouldn't be able to survive. Uh, you know, she shouldn't be able to live through that, but it does happen sometimes. But I think that eventually that's going to go away, especially because, like, you know, at this point, like, I don't want, like, I see people 1v1ing Brigitte all the time. I see, like, fucking Soldier 76s not running away from a Brigitte. <laughs> you know, like, run away from her. And get Soldier 76 her. should be running away from everyone. Yes. Literally everyone. Like, your job as Soldier 76 is to get on high ground, shoot down at people. If someone jumps on you, Get Run away! <laughs> Literally is yeah. the way the pros play Soldier Seventy Six. Yeah, Soldier Seventy Six doesn't ever say, "All right, let's go." I, I get drops his health I, back like that doesn't happen. I get so angry when I see people like a Winston getting ready to jump on a Seventy Six, and the Seventy Six just like stands there shooting at the Winston, plops his health down, and lets the Winston land on him, and then start to attack him and put the bubble down. Like, dude, get the fuck out of there, Christian Bale. Yeah, you go. just like, <laughs> shoot him, get that Christian last Bale. rocket off, and. <laughs> then run yeah, like, like, like that's what you should be doing you should be running like soldier 76 should be running like a scared little kid anytime someone jumps on yeah, it I, but people don't realize they that. don't do it it's because they fight people that aren't playing the character well and they do beat winston's at times right like way more than they should and they think it's because they're good and it's not. It's just because the Winston wasn't good. And yeah. then they move into the next right. tier after winning a couple. And then all of a sudden they're like, why is this working? Yeah, that's fucking annoying. And that's a yeah. training problem that I don't know how you beat that. And I mean, Blizzard attack. tried to beat it with Brigitte. Like we had what, how, like how long? Six weeks before she, she was in the game, but didn't go into comp. Right. Like, I mean, they tried. Yeah. yeah, and you, and they're not. It's not gonna happen and, until they just until she's in comp for a while. It's just, nobody's gonna fucking learn her, right? But uh, let's talk about soldier. I mean, you're right. <laughs> you can go into fucking if you have any mechanical skill, soldier whatsoever. You can go anywhere from bronze to low gold and carry your way up just by taking high ground because nobody's gonna take you off of it because nobody jumps up stupid. to it. Diva yeah. just yeah. Goes and fights other people when she should be going after you. Like, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. I was in a match the other day where I got yelled at by somebody. He was mad because I wasn't going into the team fights with them on the point. I was like going up. It's like on the like King's Row. I was getting positioning so I could shoot down on him. And he was like, soldier, right. why aren't you in here? He's like, soldier, why aren't you standing behind my shield? Yeah. <laughs> 
Because I'm soldier. Yeah. I'm not McCree. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, it's I've definitely had that happen. But, yeah, I think, like, like I said, that is going to go away eventually over time, hopefully. Um, the other issue that I kind of have with her is that I do think, like, okay, she was able to chase me, not chase me down, don't get me wrong. <laughs> If I was a lower health soldier 76, this Brigitte would have killed me, but I'm running away from her, you know, with my ability, which makes me fast. And she was still tagging me as I was running away. And it wasn't like I was like face to face with her. I think that is a bit much. Um, I think possibly they need to reduce her range by maybe a meter or so, because I don't think she should have been able to do that with soldier 76 like it's different if i was like i'm a Cree or something like that you know and my i didn't have my role on cooldown or something but with a 76 that's running away for you like it was a good three four seconds and i'm still getting tapped in the back of the head i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i was playing with bond and ding, bond ding. was like wow she has a really long range I'm like dude that's kind of ridiculous oh uh, you know so um or maybe when she swings her um they meet, they need to reduce her speed a little bit when she swings. You know, maybe. So I don't know. Uh but it, I'm still proud of how much of her we called before she got released, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Roadhog hook like thing. <laughs> I mean, like literally, like that episode was gold, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was pretty much that was pretty much it. So but I mean, like, yeah, I I do like you know that. I do like that, you know, the brawling comps, like I said, because it's just more fun. It's a little bit more chaotic. It still requires teamwork. Um, But at the same time, I guess maybe a lot of the problems I have is that it's a lot of people, they're just not playing against her properly, ultimately. So, right. And with with this rig meta too, it's like where dive meta was like laser precision. You got to wait for somebody to get out of out of position or make them get out of position. You know, you dive with your character. You're a lot of three, two, one, let's go kind of thing. And uh, with this really brawly meta, you, I mean, you still have a plan, but you just bust in the point like, fuck the police coming straight <laughs> yeah, from exactly. the other <laughs> Exactly. Like, you just kind of just <laughs> go in there. Um, it does feel right now that the problem is there's not a ton of counterplay to Brigitte unless you are playing a Brigitte. You know, and I don't right. like that. So hopefully their next character will help resolve that a little bit, but they still need to make additional changes. Like there shouldn't be two characters that you pick up just because one character is on the field, you know? So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and move into our weekly updates and then we will go ahead and shut this sucker down. Weekly updates. All right. So we only have one weekly update. It is a new skin for Mercy. It is the first skin in Overwatch that you could purchase with real dollars. It's the Pink Mercy skin. I don't know what the actual skin is called. Kinder bought it, but he also says it's called the Pink Mercy skin, even though you have it in-game. In the official announcement, it says uh, Pink Mercy. Like, that's what it says. Like, (laughs) (laughs) on the little thing that appears when you log in, it's like, uh, introducing Pink Mercy or whatever for breast cancer awareness. Like, okay. Uh Okay. I guess it's pink. It's very pink. And uh, it's a really good skin. She's got like pigtails and like short shorts and shit. And it's like got its own sound effects and everything. I did see that. It's very Valentine's Day. Uh, Like it's harps playing kind of deal with her, uh, all her abilities. Well, it's like a magical girl archetype from what I could saw, from what I saw before. For those who don't watch anime, magical girl is like, that's like a 
like an anime thing, like Sailor Moon type I, I, shit. I got you. Yeah, I yeah, got hey. you. <laughs> I, no shame. I watch fucking Sailor Moon. Love that shit. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I, I just got done catching up on my hero academia I oh mean. yeah absolutely <laughs> I, i'm there for every transformation <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> ssjbb oh uh, yeah like so fuck man like yeah that, that that's what it is i thought it'd be kind of cool like if she did her ultimate it was like <laughs> maybe like a magical girl transformation obviously done super fast right. um but that might that might just require a bit too much um but yeah that's that's what that's the i that's what i got from it that was like kind of like a magical girl type of skin so they probably had that skin developed at some um at some other point and then they made this this partnership with them and they're like okay we're gonna do yeah. that i think i mean while it's a good thing for them to do i do think this is kind of a test for them to actually just start selling skins if overwatch wants right. to rake in more money it's 15 bucks the skin is 15 bucks where i suit to kill just asked how much the skin was 15 dollars um yeah if they i would buy skins with real money like with skins that i actually want like if they did seasonal skins and i can see the skins that i want i want that one that one that one i would actually buy that i stopped buying loot boxes specifically because i'm just getting so much trash in them it doesn't make any difference anymore you know i think it's a good idea i have no problem with blizzard trying to make money no problem with that but it's like they don't want to <laughs> right. like, I mean, all a hundred percent of this goes to the uh, what is it, the BCRF uh, Breast Cancer Research mm-hmm. Foundation, and uh, I mean, it is a good skin. It's, it's, it's totally cool, and it reminds me of you remember the game uh, Lolly, Lollipop Chainsaw? Yeah. Uh, it looks like that, right? To me. Oh yeah, with the with the pigtails. So right, yeah. I think um, a Blizzard. One of the reasons they didn't want to sell skins, sell skins directly was because they were hoping that loot boxes would keep people engaged in the game. I think the, at the beginning of Overwatch, they were worried about user engagement. And that's why they <laughs> want the strategy they did. Nobody right. really cares that much about skins now. I mean, like, you are going to get a little bit of a bump every time there's an event for, like, what, the first week? But people will just kind of get over it. Just sell the skins out, right, man? I know people who just who yeah. log on Overwatch, buy skins, and then not play Overwatch. <laughs> That's money right? on air. I know, it's the weirdest that's, shit. That's money on air. They're not even taking up like resources on your servers, man. <laughs> that's free money. <laughs> so yeah, but that is the uh, that's the only weekly up that we have um, is the Pink Mercy skin. So with that, we're gonna go ahead and start closing up. Uh, do are there any game nights this week, Bob? That you want to talk about? Um, I'm actually I'm not sure. I'm really off my game because <laughs> I've been Bob. out of town and been sick. So I'm not positive. Sorry, guys. All right. Well, just hop into I'll the be back with the accurate data. Hop into the match discord. Week. I'm sure he'll post stuff in there. So, yep. you know, uh, but yeah, I, like I said, we're going to continue to do game nights. I'm going to look at my calendar, see when I can, you know, uh, get another PS4 one organized, which will require for me to hook my PS4 back up because I hooked it up, played that night. Hook my PS3 back up so I can get right back to God of War. <laughs> <laughs> How is that, by the way? Really quick. Oh, I haven't I, played I haven't... the new God of War yet. I'm I'm playing the old oh, okay. ones. Like I'm playing like the first, second, third. All right, I didn't right. realize there were seven games in that series. And guess who bought a PS3 game the other day? <laughs> yeah, nice. I was like, oh, I got to get Ghost of Sparta <laughs> and Chains of a uh, Chains of Olympus. So I, I bought that. On, it should be at my house tomorrow. Thank you, Amazon. <laughs> um, Nice. So yeah, I'm gonna check the schedule. I'm I'm gonna look forward to um you know playing that again with you guys on Xbox. If you guys want to do a game night, hit me up, send me a message. A lot of you are on my friends list, or you can just put a message into Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. So 
uh, definitely do that. Thanks a lot. Um, other than that, let's see. We got prepared to attack. We'll always talk about that. You know, we we do. I'm not gonna get into it, but we do have some expansion plans, which hopefully maybe next month we'll be ready to talk about a little bit. So, uh, you know, we're gonna talk about that. Um, well, you should check out Prepare to Attack. You know, if you are having trouble with any characters, you know, check it out. Uh, everybody except Bastion is out right now. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> we do live stream. If you're not on stream right now, we do live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We love to have you here. Switch.tv slash mash those buttons. We love to hear about your Overwatch stories. So, definitely send those to us. Um, we'll get into our contact info in a little bit. Uh, like I mentioned, we have a PS4 community, an Xbox One Club, and a Discord server. So the PS4 community, Xbox One Club, is Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. And the Discord is discord.me slash mash those buttons, uh, which, you know, anybody from any platform is welcome there. And always, like I talk about here, is if Overwatch is a Facebook group that is comprised of a, a bunch of players from different platforms. So if you're looking for somebody to play with, it's a great place to go. Also, if you're just looking to keep up with the latest Overwatch news, that's a great place to go, too. All right? We are available on multiple podcast platforms for iOS and Android. So you could you should just search for Watchpoint Radio in those platforms and you should find it. If you cannot find it, just head over to the Mashless Buttons website and you can grab the RSS feed for Watchpoint Radio. Um, our social media, once again, is uh, twitter.com slash watchpoint radio, but you can also follow Mashless Buttons at twitter.com slash MTP site, facebook.com slash Mashless Buttons, and youtube.com slash smash those buttons uh you we encourage you guys to reach out to us like i said so you can email us at wpr at mashbuttons.com you can also just hit, hit us up on twitter or facebook or you know leave a comment on site soundcloud wherever um guys what's your social media info i'm gonna be on a oh go ahead uh-huh. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> I'll be on uh, Twitter at Nerf Kinder Plus, PLS, and also uh, Twitter at Fragging Out Pod. Um, you want me to go ahead and get the other links out sure, of the yeah, way? All right. Uh, Discord for Fragging Out is uh, discord.me slash fragging out, www.fraggingout.com. And I believe, oh yes, uh, twitch.tv slash fragging out as well. And we just started a fragging out Twitch community. Uh, so we're going to see how that goes. Maybe uh, maybe you guys will want to start one for uh, WPR. Yeah, I don't even know what the uh, community really does. <laughs> I'm not sure either. I think it's like for really like bigger streamers. It's like a community like chat right, kind of deal. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. You can find me on Twitter at blazon underscore Bob. You can find everything I do there. I'm on Prepare to Attack, Watchpoint Radio, and the Owl Recap. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Church of Jaw. I almost said underscore Jaw underscore, but yeah, just look for me, Church of Jaw. Uh, and also, when I do stream, I do stream on this channel, so it's twitch.tv slash smash this buttons again. Uh, if you do enjoy the show and you want to help us out, there's a few ways to do that. The best way to do that, or the easiest way to do that is just to, um, you know, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice and to share the show with others. If you want to take it a bit further and you want to help us out a bit more, you can uh, become a subscriber on Twitch. You can go to our Teespring store, which is teespring.com slash mash those slash stores slash mash those buttons and get some uh, Watchpoint Radio merch there. And uh, as always, you know, you can also become a patron, which is patreon.com slash watchpoint radio. And that is a tremendous help to us. Thank you guys very much. 
for all every patron that we have. Thank you very much for your support. Really appreciate that. And you will see, you know, the fruits of your labor. I promise. <laughs> all right. So thank you guys very much. I also encourage you guys to check out matchlessbuttons.com slash shows to see all of our other podcasts. We have two World of Warcraft podcasts, a fighting game podcast, a division podcast, and we have the Mashcast, which is actually late this week. We will be putting out on Friday. It didn't come out on Monday. So um, hopefully you guys uh, enjoy that as well. So with that, we're done here. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next week.